With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Today's COVID-19 update has no positives for COVID-19 from the 342 tests carried out since our last report on Wednesday. After an evening event at the East End Public Beach on Wednesday and the ongoing community outreach program, public health officials say there have now been 79,562 COVID-19 vaccinations given in all in the Cayman Islands. About 66 percent have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine and 56 percent have completed the two-dose course. A Bodentown man faces a slew of charges, including the assault of a police officer. The 25-year-old was arrested Monday in connection with a two-vehicle collision on Hurley Marin Boulevard on May 17th. Officers believe he fled the scene prior to their arrival. During the arrest, police say he assaulted an officer, so they used force to arrest him. The officer was treated at the Cayman Islands Hospital for a serious but non-life-threatening injury. Along with the assault charges, the man is accused of leaving the scene of an accident, careless driving, use of an unregistered vehicle, making a false report, and escaping lawful custody. Government is looking into a longer-term transportation plan for the country now that the pilot Georgetown shuttle program has come to an end. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more. The Georgetown Shuttle Service Pilot Program was launched by the Ministry of Commerce, Planning and Infrastructure back in November 2020 and was piloted through its National Energy Policy and Georgetown Revitalization Initiative to, quote, assess whether it would reduce traffic in and around central Georgetown and address the issue of limited available parking in the central business district. The free hop-on, hop-off shuttle service pilot was used to gather data to inform a long-term alternative transportation plan. Feedback was given for passengers to recommend bus stop locations and provide suggestions for the service. As a result of that, the initial three-month project got an additional three months with a new route. Georgetown Revitalization Initiative Manager Colin Lumsden says the shuttle service aligned well with the Georgetown Revitalization Initiative. Uh, We're very pleased with the efforts by everyone who participated in the program, and we look forward to continued efforts to alleviate traffic and to provide a viable transportation option um, for the Georgetown area. Cayman Islands Government Energy Policy Coordinator Kristen Augustine noted the service gained some traction over time and they received very positive feedback from members of the public. In addition, they now have some understanding of the community needs and they'll be able to feed the information into a longer-term transportation plan. During its first week, some 60 passengers used the service. A number of programs were initiated to support the program, which helped to study increase the number of passengers to over 1,000 per week. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. More than 2,600 laptops have arrived on island, earmarked for primary school students across the Cayman Islands. Last July, I announced Cabinet's approval of funding for the one-to-one laptop program that would provide all government school students with laptops for use at home, and at school. Education Minister the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Conley says this symbolizes the start of an exciting new phase of Cayman's educational landscape. Wherein our students will have equal access to world-class education supplemented by the use of technology. The new laptops will be distributed to schools in the coming weeks. An additional 762 laptops have been ordered, the first batch of which is scheduled to arrive by the end of this month. 750 secondary school students at John Gray High School have already received laptops. 
May is National Cancer Research Month, and the team at the Cancer Registry is encouraging those with a cancer diagnosis to consider registering to help support local research. The things that we learn from cancer surveillance data go towards mm-hmm. prevention, but they also go towards helping mm-hmm. cancer survivors have a better quality of life and to live longer once they've, once they've beaten that disease. So mm-hmm. all sorts of valuable things come out of, of cancer surveillance data. It's really it's the foundation of any country's cancer management strategy. K-Man's cancer registrar, Amanda Nicholson, tells Radio K-Man data collected on cancer patients can help a country identify cancer clusters, which can expose an environmental carcinogen. It can also help a government pin down how many medical facilities it needs, how many doctors, how much medicine, and the types of treatment people might need. It's a voluntary registry, so any cancer survivor who is willing can fill out a short form to give us a little bit of information about their demographics and diagnosis. And what that means is that our population can can play a, a direct role in how much information we have about cancer and how fully we understand cancer trends within our community. Ms. Nicholson says so far about 600 people have joined the register. For more information or to register, head to hsa.ky. As we reported last night right here on Radio Cayman, the National Trust for the Cayman Islands has launched a youth stewardship program. Tonight, Radio Cayman's Felisa Rankin-Solins has more details on the program and how it works. Anik Jackman, executive director for the National Trust, says it provides Caymanians the ages of 18 to 30 comprehensive training on Cayman's history, environment, and culture. The beauty of this particular program is it provides the participants with a really strong snapshot of um, what we currently have um, in our own backyard that needs to be protected and also where the public needs to be educated. So we are looking to be able to create a form of a brand ambassadorship where these youth students are able to go out and do community talks or talks to the school to help educate people about the importance of these sites. Ms. Jackman also hopes the program will inspire many to pursue different careers. We know that people traditionally look at finances, but we want that they would consider things like built heritage as an area of study, or even the study of bat and bat conservation. Because what we're finding is that we need people who are able to speak to and understand what is required for all of these fields, but very rarely can we pull that from a field of young people. Another bonus for National Trust is the program could help generate future employees to help them with their mission. We're a small um, operational team of 11 people, and we have the responsibility of over 24 sites on the three islands. So we would love to be able to also have a pool of trained um, young people who can help supplement our team, and perhaps in the long term that they can see this as a sustainable business model um, to be able to have a micro-business where they can offer specialized tours to our guests when the borders open. Depending on the success of the current cohort, National Trust will decide if they will continue to run the program in the future. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The last Youth Games Night of Child Month is taking place tomorrow, this time featuring the District of East End. It starts at 7.30 p.m. at the East End Civic Center. So that's an event that 
is bringing the family together because <laughs> the games, there are different types of games that they'll offer. There are different types of events that take place within um, this event. So definitely it will be an event to attend um, in the East End District um, for, on behalf of the youth team um, for Child Month. Tanisha Forsyth with the Department of Children and Family Services tells Radio Cayman the other district game nights have been big hits with good attendance. Friday night will also feature a special movement for mental wellness event at Taya Lounge. And finally on Sunday, the closing Child Month Church Service will be at the Cayman Islands Seventh-day Adventist Church in Cayman Brack at 11 a.m. This year's Child Month theme is CAPE. Challenges are passable for everyone. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.